0: Welcome to day 28 of our Lent reading plan. We are following the life and teachings of Jesus through the book of John. Take the next few moments to listen to scripture read over you and pray or journal through the prompts that follow. Quiet your heart. Invite the Spirit to move in your heart and mind. John chapter 10, verses 1 through 21. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. John, chapter 10, verses 1 to 21. Our text today begins with tension, frustration, and hostility. The Pharisees, the ones called to be the spiritual leaders of the people, are present. And throughout the Gospels, we see them as the adversaries of Jesus. To deal with them, Jesus tells the story of a shepherd and sheep, The story is one that everyone present would know well, but this story is important because it points us to Jesus as the good shepherd. Jesus reminds everyone that if someone tries to enter the sheep pen other than the gate, they are labeled a thief, robber, and stranger. But the one who comes through the gate is the shepherd. Jesus is clear that a thief wants to come into our life in order to steal, kill, and destroy all aspects of it. Just like the setting found in John 10, our world has high tension, frustration, and hostility. But our focus must be on the good shepherd. The question is whether or not the circumstances that the thief brings is going to distract you from the intentional intimacy the shepherd offers. In case you're missing it, the shepherd represents Jesus and his relationship with his people. This story is about his role in your life. And so we have to pay attention to what the shepherd intentionally does for his sheep. Let's look at the characteristics of the shepherd. First, the shepherd knows each sheep by his or her name. Jesus has not forgotten you or is so distant that you aren't known. He knows your name. And when a name is known, intimate relationship can take place. Second, the shepherd leads. Jesus hasn't called you to figure out life on your own. We live in a broken, confusing world, but the shepherd leads his sheep to the exact places for daily life to happen. Third, the shepherd knows his sheep. He knows your name but goes much deeper to know the you that is found deep within your soul. He knows your personality, your strengths, your weaknesses, your sorrows, your joys. This depth of knowledge reveals the intimacy that our heavenly father has with us his creation. Fourth, the shepherd is also the gate. To be the gate means he is very aware of what is going on in and out of his flock. It also means he is the one determining who is in his pen. Take a moment and reflect on the good shepherd. Out of those characteristics, which one do you need to rest in today? Spend some time praying and journaling about that and why it's so refreshing to have a Savior that intimately loves you in this way. Now let's look at the sheep. Since the sheep are you and me, how do they respond and live within this story? First, the sheep are one of many. Notice that this story isn't talking about one, but of many who are in this pen. Your relationship with Jesus means that you are one of many disciples in the world. You're connected to a legacy of followers of God from the past and also those in the future. What this means is that you are not alone. The good shepherd knows you, and you are a part of a large family. Second, the sheep follow. Jesus says that the sheep follow because they know the shepherd's voice, The sound of his voice is one that brings security, joy, safety, and fullness. This voice leads to places of rest, feasting, and fellowship. These destinations don't come because the sheep follow their plan, it's because they follow the voice of their shepherd. How are you doing as one of God's sheep? Why is being part of a flock so important? How are you doing as you follow Jesus? Is the sound of his voice clear? Or have you allowed the distractions of the world to mute his voice? Take some time reflecting on being one of God's children. In this story, we can't forget the essential aspect of love from the shepherd. Jesus, the shepherd, laid down his life for his sheep. He isn't forced to do this, but he willingly gives his life so that his sheep may have life and have it to the full, and he doesn't stop there. Jesus shows that the good shepherd knows that the best thing that the sheep need is the shepherd himself. So Jesus points that he gives up his life only to take it up again. Jesus is pointing us to Good Friday, but also Easter morning. We can't be sheep without a shepherd, and we can't experience the beauty of salvation without the life, death, and resurrection of the Good Shepherd. This story, in so many ways, points out the glory of Jesus. It points out that he is the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving Savior of the world. But don't miss it. The all attributes make him a shepherd that can know you in some of the most intimate of ways. Take some time reflecting on the beautiful sacrifice that Jesus made willingly for you. Praise him for defeating death and making resurrection a gate to lead you through. Let's close in prayer. Jesus, I confess that the circumstances and ways of the world can often lead me away from you. Thank you for being a good shepherd who knows me so well that you bring me back into the safety and security of your arms. Help me to remember that my actions aren't the way to be in the walls of your kingdom, but that because of your grace, you made it possible for me to dwell with you. Help me to remember that I'm called to be a follower who hears your voice and knows it well. I ask today that you would help me to listen, follow, and hear the comfort of your voice in every little aspect of my life. Amen.